Yo, yo, yo. What is up, guys? Welcome to the Thoughtful Banter Podcast. I am your host, Hussein, and my co-host next to me, Mahdi. What's good? What's good? And yeah, today we just vibing. <laughs> As per <laughs> usual. As per usual. Um, we've been pumping out these episodes, and we enjoy the feedback that we've been getting from you guys. And the fact that you guys even take the time to watch, honestly. We have a few super fans. Shout out Justin Mashoop. Yes, sir. Um, shout out Haroon. And shout out Vashink. Yes, sir. Um, we appreciate all the support. Also, uh, crazy news. This is for us. Like, for me and Hussein. Sorry, I gotta keep my mouth close to the mic. I need to stop looking at you, bro. Um, for me and Hussein, this is actually episode 10 that we're recording right now. Uh, for those who are only watching on YouTube and Spotify, but not Patreon, which is, you know, if, if you're really about that vibe life, you know, if, if you're really about the podcast, go check us out on Patreon. This is episode 10. The vibes are unmatched on Patreon. They're absolutely unmatched. Um, this is episode 10. And for me, that's that's kind of a milestone. Um, it's just crazy to think that we have been doing this for um, 10 weeks, weeks yeah, consistently. Yeah. And I just look, looking at the support, the support is extraordinarily consistent. I just want to say thank you. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Absolutely. And I tell I tell Matthew this every time. I'm like genuinely surprised. I don't know when I'll get to a point when I'm not surprised. <laughs> but every episode, every single time I see like views, I'm like, wow, people are actually watching this. Every time someone hits me up about something we said in the episode, I'm just blown away. Um, Especially um, like shout out to recently the uh, Ahlabate Collective had us on their most recent one of the most recent posts. Go check them out on yep, Instagram yep, yep. at Ahlabate Collective. One word. Um, they highlight work or just like Shia artists or organizations are doing dope stuff and they're dope. So, ch- so check them out because they're super cool. Um, like I've you guys know how it is like on the uh, social media space, reaching out to people, networking. Some people are just difficult to work with. Absolutely, They're like on a high horse and they take themselves way too seriously. Ahlabate Collective, from my experience, is like the polar opposite of that. I literally just hit them up. I'm like, yo, <laughs> let's do this. Put us on. And they're like, bet. And I was Word. like, yo, you guys are super cool. MashaAllah. May Allah bless you all. So um, go check them out. If you want to see any, I guess, artists, anything media and art related that is in the Shia space, they highlight. Um, go check them out. Go support them. Um, now, because we're on episode 10 for us, or maybe for you, if you fake now, nah. <laughs> uh, if you know, if you're not on Patreon, episode nine, we actually want to go over something before we talk about Ramadan, because obviously Ramadan is probably like the most important thing we could talk about right now. Yeah, it's but on everyone's mind. You yeah, know, everyone's hungry right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm quite thirsty as I record this. No cap. Um, um, I had to like take a second, like ugh, dry mouth. But yeah, it might be a little bit more. I feel bad for the person like driving to work listening to this while they're fasting and they're just hearing like these lip smacking sounds (laughs) but um we want to talk about some feedback we got from the podcast um Hussein do you want to start or should I start well uh I don't get feedback I get I get like a couple messages here and there about people about the topic specifically Mm. that we talk about but no one ever like really gives me feedback I I hear all this feedback about the podcast secondhand through Matthew which is that racism (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> who knows no, i'm no, not no. necessarily complaining not necessarily, about it i'm yeah. just like this is, i don't really have too much feedback to speak of um i'm just glad for myself and for us um you know being consistently putting in the work and you know seeing the progress as we go along is something that's been really amazing to look at 
Yeah, I just want to say maybe people do that because in the past we've done projects with each other and I did like all the technical stuff almost. But with this podcast, Hussein's doing a lot of the work. Like right now, he's literally the sound guy. Um, and that's a lot of work right now, especially because there's no video in the podcast. So, and, and he's even doing some editing. So it's at least 50-50. So uh, don't hit me up just because you think, oh, I'm doing lots of stuff. Like Hussein's out here putting in work. So. No, but I think also you're like – you're the social media that's true. Manage, management guy. Yeah. Um. So I and I think a lot of people that know us know that. So yeah. They go, to, they go to you for that kind of stuff, which makes sense. I'm not. I'm not mad about it. I'm just saying. I gotcha. Um. So yeah, if you have any feedback to talk about, th- that's all from you, bro. Um. Okay. Interesting. So I got. I've got like 99. Honestly, it's like basically all 100 percent feed 100 percent positive feedback. There are constructive criticism points which which we have listened to um which were great which we're actually very grateful for like justin Matshu hit me up and was like bro <laughs> cut the video out <laughs> um, and he said like the most nice the most polite way polite to say iranian way ever your video sucks it was so sleek it was so like it was like a compliment sandwich it was like so tarofi but i've never like been acquainted with like english tarof uh-huh. to such a high caliber and he did it in such a polite way um, but he was right. He was like, dude, like basically, you know, like the, the video isn't good enough for how much time it takes us. Like it doesn't add enough value. Yeah. And so far, literally, he's right because nobody has said, hey, bro, where's the video? Where's the video at? Nobody. <laughs> and that kind of shows me like, OK, he's right. Um, so shout out to Justin. But we've had some other points here and there. People are like, oh, talk about this. Talk about that. And I guess if I can summarize the constructive criticisms we've got from other people. They've all been along the lines of, hey, we want you to talk deeper about said subject or we want you to talk less deep about this thing. And I wanted to I wanted to clarify, like what we're trying to do here is kind of complicated because we're taking subjects that are extremely deep and that need, serious and serious. <laughs> yeah, they need like dissection subjects that people who study for more than like 30 years don't even feel comfortable giving their just raw candid opinion on. Yeah. We're taking these subjects and we're trying to we're, we're giving our opinions about them. That's what we're doing. We're giving our opinions and we're talking about them in the open. And there's no way for us to make every single person happy. Yeah. And so basically, like the thoughtful banter thing is literally what we're trying to do. We're trying to balance the thoughtfulness <laughs> with the banter, not only because these are kind of difficult subjects to tackle in general, but also because people's as far as our audience is concerned, people's attention spans are different. You know, if you talk too deeply about one thing, you might capture, I don't know, 25% of your audience, but then lose the other 75%. So basically finding that balance and then vice versa, obviously, if you talk too jokily about something, you might lose 75% of your audience or 50% of your audience, whatever. Yeah. So finding that balance where we can get the right amount of uh, participation <laughs> from both sides, the people who want us to talk more in depth and the people that want us to talk more surface level. Um that's basically what we're trying to do. It's just, and it's not a perfect science w- by any means. We cannot make everyone happy because, again, like the podcast, like there, there might be the guy who just wants to listen to a podcast that isn't like haram, you know, like a podcast that just you know reminds him about Islam a little bit and lets him vibe. And then there's a the guy who's like, "Bro, like, why are you making a joke on the podcast? Like, bro, I'm not a scholar, <laughs> and I don't plan to ever take myself too seriously." Even if I were a scholar. Even if I were a scholar. Uh, like, that's just not who I am. And, uh, you know, they get, like, 
it is what it is. I just want to say, like, again, grateful for the support. I don't mean to sound ungrateful, but I re- I'm just saying, like, we can't do this and make everybody happy. Um, but we're trying to provide value, and inshallah, we can provide some. That's that's our goal, basically. If we can yeah. just provide some morsel of value for somebody, whether it just be reminder or something new or just perspective, entertainment, even like that's all I care about. Absolutely. Yeah. So Ramadan, Ramadan, Ramadan Mubarak. Yeah. So Ramadan started for mm, okay. So <laughs> there's always a dispute about when the start of Ramadan is, but some people started on Tuesday. And then others started on Wednesday. For me, I started on Wednesday. Um, so we just wanted to wish everyone a Ramadan Mubarak, a happy Ramadan. I started Monday, bro. Inshallah, <laughs> this is a... <laughs> <laughs> I started Monday. You said Tuesday. <laughs> You're joking, right? I started Monday, bro. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I did, bro. Maybe you fasted Monday. You didn't, Ramadan didn't start Monday. I, I about to say it did. I said I started okay. Monday. Bro. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's different. That's different. That's funny. But anyways, okay. this is like the beginning of the spiritual season. Um, like Rajab and Sha'ban, all these days were like spiritual. All those months were spiritual preparation up until this moment. And now this is where we're supposed to see like that practice and that energy that we put into the into those months come to fruition. And increase our spirituality in these months that are ahead. Inshallah, I just want to repeat a couple of things that we said um, in the podcast earlier. I think we said this on the Q&A for anyone that didn't watch it on the Patreon. Don't get too focused on feeling spiritual. Just doing the things that you're supposed to do that you know God wants you to do is being spiritual. So I know sometimes it's like, especially during the Knights of Power people have an idea that you're supposed to feel a specific way about the a'mal and the things that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily always the case. Sometimes you will. Sometimes you'll feel that like spiritual high, for lack of a better term. But don't make that the focus of what you're doing because that feeling will not be there all the time. And just you doing those actions is you being spiritual regardless. I just wanted to put that little reminder out there. It's crazy you mentioned that because I was actually uh – I was, I was complaining about that actually. I was speaking to my wife. I was like, dude, like, it's Ramadan and I feel like the same. And I was kind of getting freaked out because I've been looking forward to Ramadan 2021 so much because in 2020, it didn't even feel like Ramadan. Yeah, we were all inside. <laughs> and just like you said, like, I mean, I know it's hard. I, I know we shouldn't, but it's hard not to focus on how we feel because that Ramadan feeling is so undeniable. I mean, I know people who don't pray consistently, don't practice consistently, but for Ramadan, bro, they are there. Yeah, I mean, that sense of community is just different. Ramadan magic, it just hits different. Mm-hmm. That Like, the fasting is easier. Like, it's it's in the air. You know, I, I, I kind of, I feel like for Ram- I feel like for Muslims, Ramadan's like Christmas. Like, you see Christians who are like, you don't have Christmas? I'm like, you don't have Ramadan? <laughs> you don't start for 30 days? Maybe. <laughs> but like, nah, like, Ramadan is the move. Like, I don't care. Like, it's it's no other, no better feeling. So I was struggling with that the first day. I was not feeling it. I was making, you know, some lazy salats. You know, when you're just, like, making a salat, but you're not, you're not there there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just trying to, to you know, you're trying your best, but you're just not there there. Um, But, you know, like you said, like, don't focus on that initial feeling. And I always find for myself, whenever I push through that, 
at some point I'm gonna get the feeling exactly that I'm it, looking for. It will come. It will come. Yeah. It it came like after I had to go to like the masjid and I, and, I, and I realized like you know I was just at work you know like to part part of that feeling is like you said earlier just now the community aspect right like going to the masjid has a huge impact. Yeah. Praying jamaat with other people massive impact. Even if you don't go to the masjid, I find for myself personally, if I pray salat al fajr with my family, um. The rest of the day feels different. Yeah, absolutely. I, d- I don't know how else to say it. It's just facts. Yeah, and, and, it's and, just and again, we've mentioned this so many times on this podcast. Um, that is probably one of the reasons why, in general, Islam is such a communal religion. Because everything becomes easier when that feel when like when you have the support and it's in the air, like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have someone, if you have your buddy, like, okay, let's get this Joseph Quran every night. And you otherwise would not have done that. You know, that that would, that helps. It's like having a gym buddy. Yeah. You have a gym buddy to work on your goals with. Yeah. That community, that sense of community, there's there's nothing like it. It slaps different, bro. It slaps different. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. And also, I mean, so I was going to go deeper than I was meant, meaning to go. Sorry, continue. No, go, 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 go. I go. mean, I was just... <laughs> I feel stupid. Um, I feel silly. I mean, Islam as a religion is so community-based, and I understand we've lost that to many degrees because we've turned our communities into cultural and race sex, and then within that sex of deen, you know? So it's like you're Somali, so you're Somali. Like first, we have like a group of Somalians, and then is that Why do you say Somali? You have, you know no one who's Somali. I'm just, I just give the example because there's a Iranian lot of Somalis at DMV. You're Somali. I said you're Somali. You're Iranian. Okay, okay. Like, it's, it's like, it's like, oh, I mean, there's not, like, many Sunni Iranians, but it's just for sake of example. It's like, okay, first we're Iranian, then you're political Iranian, mm-hmm. and then you're Shia Iranian, <laughs> then you're Sunni Iranian. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have, like, all of these uh, divisions, all these ways of categorizing ourselves, circle, then a circle, then a circle. Minority with minority, the minority. Minority, minority with minority. the minority. <laughs> but, um, like, that's not how the dean started and i don't believe that that's how the dean was intended and one thing i always go back to is you know whenever islam was in his inception prophet muhammad peace be upon him initiated this this brotherhood contract that we that men would have with each other Mm -hmm. and many times it was done between men who are from different arab tribes yeah and that was like the biggest division back then your tribe the tribal the tribal division yeah and and these men from different tribes would have these brotherhood contracts and these contracts were so so valid in the eyes of islam that even apparently i I don't know the source for this but i've heard it from a scholar apparently that even imam hussein he's on the battlefield uh, and he was um, gathering the bodies of the slain Shahid soldiers. One body out there, he couldn't get. And he went back to the camp, and he and, and uh, he spoke to one of the men at the camp. And that man at the camp was he did that brotherhood contract with the Shahid uh, on the field still. And Imam Hussein looked at him. And he said, "You have to go get him with that's me. Your brother, that's yeah. your brother. That's your brother. I can't be the one to get him. Mm-hmm. I'll help you, but you have to be doing it. Yeah, because." That's his right over you. SubhanAllah. And th- they're not blood, but that's his right over you. And I'm just thinking like, yeah, bro, community. Sorry. See see the log tangent. <laughs> but community is important. Yeah. Long story <laughs> long short. Long story community short, community is dope. And then I'll repeat this too because I don't, I don't, again, I don't know how many people are listening like episode by episode by episode. But even the people that 
don't regularly go to the masjid, don't regularly go to their communities because they feel judged. Even those people, I'd encourage during this month, go because sometimes you need to be judged. <laughs> sometimes you need to be judged. That doesn't mean that everyone who's doing the judgment of you is doing or giving you advice or um, making critiques of you in the correct way. Mm. But there may be something that you need to learn in that harsh criticism, even though it's harsh, and even though that person may still pay the pay the price for that on the day of judgment, there still might be something in there for you to learn from it. So mm. go and get judged. Because sometimes you need to be judged. And and honestly, like but like about the judge thing, I want to backtrack from that. Bro, so much of the stuff is in our heads. That that like pe- like where where are you living? Like this, you, you know, like, so you, it's a good, here's a good example in movies, right? Anytime there's a movie where a, a character's in high school and they show the bully, there's this immensely exaggerated bully scenario. Let's believe that. What's up, Pat? Looking dumb today, huh? And like punches <laughs> him. you in the trash can. Yeah. And like the middle of like the hallway, like these things don't happen like that. And it's the same way with like when I hear people talking about community being judgmental, like, oh, really? It happened like that. Uh huh. I I don't deny <laughs> you. You gotta look. I, I don't. And that looks even. wrong. Yeah. I'm I'm not, I'm not I'm not justifying judgment, but really and also like some some people I'm like bro no one's think no one cares about you as much as you think. Absolutely. No one's no one's looking at Absolutely. you. Absolutely. You really are just really insecure. Uh huh. Like and you got. I've had yeah. I've had it happen. No, I'm. This is not even like I've had it happen to me myself. Like oh yeah, that person's looking at me, giving me an ugly look because I'm black. It's like no. No, bro. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> Not necessarily. Stop thinking the, again. Stop thinking the world revolves around you. It could be that they that they uh, that they were, but it could. It's also highly likely that they weren't. Give them the benefit of the doubt. That's your Muslim brother. Yeah, D- that's, that's your bars. Muslim sister. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you have to give benefit of the doubt. And also, it's like, wh- what kind of person are you becoming if you like walk around constantly thinking like that? Like people are judging you. Like it, it's also like. I guess what I'm trying to get to is like it's it's kind of narcissistic when you hear people who are always like getting judged. I'm getting judged. Mm. Like, are you like who who do you think you are? <laughs> like, you're not one of these uh, unless you are like th- there are people on social media who make their following being Muslim and then they do something wild. OK, yeah, the whole community judging you. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Like uh, there's that guy. Uh, I think his name is like Hala Hala Income. I don't, he got exposed. Okay, like I'm, mean, I'm just talking about like okay, like think about like a guy or a girl who makes their TikTok page like about them being Muslim. About like like their TikToks are about like hadith. They're sharing hadith, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then they post like the body challenge. Oh, and then they get okay. I see yeah, okay, I see yeah. The whole community is judging you. Also, why'd you do that? <laughs> 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 Come on, bro. Make a new make a new account. You have make a whole a, make a burner type. Make media. a burner. Like, come on, bro. You you walling out, and also people are allowed to judge you. Yeah, FY, sorry. Tangent. I mean, no, yeah, tangent. But anyways, <laughs> back to the point. Ramadan, this beautiful spiritual month of Ramadan. What are your, some of your What are some of your goals that you feel comfortable sharing? Obviously, um, with everyone this Ramadan. Mm. Put me on the spot. Uh, personally, so I mean, a lot's going on right now. I think entering Ramadan, I was like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna read a drill a day. Like I, I realize I can't. Um, so. My my first my most important goal 
So I have a goal, and then I have like Ramadan habits I just want to do. Okay. And they're kind of different. That you want to like carry out throughout the year. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh-huh. like, like things to have like on my to do list every day to make sure like I'm on track. Like yeah. I'm spending at least a portion of the day thinking about God. Um. Those things are listening to a Joe's a day, and listening to a tafsir of a of a uh, Joe's a day, and the tafsir I'm listening to is by um, Ostala. Uh, Fatima Mekji, mm-hmm. and I've never like he goes hard. Yeah, sh- sh- her lectures are I've I've only heard about them, and I believe up until this point I wasn't aware that she had anything of audio released by her because mm-hmm. I don't think she was comfortable with that. So this came out, and I was like, bet like I've never attended a lecture of hers or anything, and her tafsirs are really dope because it's a tafsir of entire jaws in twelve minutes, and mm-hmm. it's just like a really like holistic quick and easy tepsir yeah and it's like really i guess uh palatable it doesn't take like the whole day so i like to listen to a joe's and then her tepsir the joe's that's just like my ramadan daily um but my goal for ramadan i'm kind of embarrassed to say this uh, but i'll say it i want to like completely stop cursing Mm -hmm. um this is something that I've noticed like a weakness in myself and like I've had like an attachment to it because when I was like becoming a young man, you know, you discover cursing. Yeah. And cursing like makes you That's powerful. That's what made you cool. Exactly. Makes you makes you makes you cool. Makes you powerful. It makes people laugh. Like if you just insert a curse word with a joke, it's funnier. Yeah. Like my like your friends give you positive reactions. Like, you know, the more wild you amp up things ever like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like hilarious. That was so funny, bro. That was so funny. This guy is wild. <laughs> this guy is loco. But um, yeah, like I was just thinking, like, dude, I gotta stop. This is this is not. I my, my friend showed a hadith to me that like pretty much solidifies that cursing is absolutely abhorrent. <laughs> yeah. Um. You have anything else to share before I cut you off and start mine? No, nah, I'm just gonna stop cursing. What about you? Um, so I'll start with the first one you said, which is also one of mine. Um, I probably started the habit of cursing uh, around like 13, 14, um, and it slowly ramped up, and now I'm just trying to scale it back. And I've been doing a really good job, but there's still some lingering remnants um, there. No, no thanks to me. <laughs> and the one bad. way I always, I guess, or previously, one of the ways I tried to justify it was I was working in EMS, and, you know, things get stressful, mm. and so cursing was like, a lot of the guys, a lot of people at the fire station, all of them like curse, and I and I just saw it as a form of like stress relief. Um, now, one, I'm not really doing that anymore, and two, even if I was, I'm not sure how valid that is as an excuse. Uh, <laughs> Religiously, <laughs> religiously. Hey, y'all, Rob, I have stress. That's why I drink. So, um, <laughs> you can't. Yeah. So yeah, that's also one of my goals. Just I guess finally stamping that out. Um, another one is reading a juz of Quran a day. Reading. Yes. How long does that take you? So by myself, probably like forty minutes, like roughly like uh, wow, you two, religious two to three minutes per page, something like that. Um, you math awful. <laughs> but I've been doing it with my wife. Um, Flex. <laughs> <laughs> Get those blessings, Ak. Mashallah. <laughs> <laughs> so together, probably takes like so. We usually we'll split it up by like a uh, is roughly like twenty pages. Uh-huh. So we usually split it up like ten pages, ten pages. So it can take anywhere from like. 25 to 30 minutes per 10 page so yeah so 50 to an hour, Bro, 50 minutes to an hour you are inspirational that's mad cute Watch anyways <laughs> <laughs> shy. no that's good stuff yeah, yeah yeah so like i mean what like um 
Is that something like intentional? Because I was actually thinking about that. Like, I want to start having spiritual habits mm-hmm. with my wife because I know like the more you set those habits for yourself before you have children, your children just fall into them. Yeah. And I was th- I was thinking like I didn't have those. I didn't have ideas for those habits for myself, but I know when I have kids, I know what I want them to be doing. Yeah. yeah. And I was listening to a lecture. Just do what you want them to do. Yeah. This this uh, uh it was a it was a lecture. I don't know if I should say this caller's name, but don't. He, yeah, I, I won't. He was saying, uh, children experience, um, religion and understand religion by their parents' actions, not by what they tell them or show them. Mm-hmm. It's by what they do with them. Yeah. With them and, and what they see them. them do in yeah, front yeah. of them. So I was like, damn, I I, I need to. <clears throat> is that a curse? Damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm overthinking that. I don't, I don't know, bro. Sorry for a lot. I'll say sorry for a lot. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't have as many great like spiritual habits like that. Like mm. reading, reading, ground with your wife. That's a move. Yeah. So I, I thank you. Thank so you. We had that. been doing it like before Ramadan. We were trying to finish the Quran before Ramadan came, and so that one helped my fluency a lot because mm. before I was thinking like I don't know. Maybe like four or five minutes per page, and now it's just like flow and flow and Ooh. flow and flow. Yeah, yeah. People cringing and listening. Regularly, like, oh. just regularly reading, um, definitely does a lot for that. <coughs> Anyways, yeah. Third goal is just to journal every day, and I have been failing. At oh, I've, that. Been, I've been doing that. My bad. I've been I failing bet. at that. Um, just because I lost my journal and I'm I don't want to start a new one, so I'm kind of upset. You lost your journal? Yeah, I. What'd you <laughs> write in there, bro? Watch out. <laughs> Nothing uh, incriminating. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't lose it like outside. I lost it in my house, so it's somewhere in my oh, house. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to start a new one because you know I'm weird. Um. So yeah, I feel that. You you know what I do when so I so I haven't been journaling when I lose my journal. Oh boy. I mean, this is like. This sucks, but it's not as bad as buying a new journal. Um, take journal, ma- ma- take them on your on your phone. On your phone, oh, it's just not the same. It, like, it's not the same. Pen to paper, different. But just know, like it, it, it is different. Pen to paper, pen to different. paper, like your IQ instantly jumps 50, 50 <laughs> points. At least, no, at, at least. least. <laughs> you're right. Especially if you if you're doing by candlelight, a hundred points. Subhanallah. <laughs> Then besides <laughs> that, I just have like the same stuff I've always been working on as far as like, um, you know, managing my time between my my work, my school, my family, my friends, stuff like that. Flex. Um, and then like community as well, being a part of the community. So mm-hmm. those are just some of the things I've been working on during Ramadan. I don't really have anything too crazy or too 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 much else to share about that. This is my first Ramadan where I wasn't able to focus like more. Than seventy percent of my attention on Ramadan. I've worked doing Ramadan before, but working, even just working, is different. Like other years, I've always been able to have so much of my life taken care of me during Ramadan. But now that I'm married and working, and I'm like doing community service projects, like I'm <laughs> so annoying. Like now that I'm doing that. Like, I was wondering if you have any tips for me because this joint is rougher than I've experienced before. <laughs> hey, rough in what sense? I mean, it's just like I'm 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 more tired. Uh-huh. Like, it's definitely I, f- I like I said, like I feel those Ramadan vibes, but I'm just like, like before I could always go to the gym in Ramadan. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like my day is so packed, 
And then right after Maghrib, I'm like, okay, now it's time for me to vibe with my people. Yeah. I don't want to work out. Can you work out right before? No, because my workouts are too long. I'm doing like, I have like five compound movements. Bro, just like lighten up the intensity. I guess I have to. Do you think, like, would you just do like, I wouldn't mind for a month just doing like cardio and like light lightweight i mean it probably lose like, a lot of if muscle, you though. if you're regularly working out yeah and i was literally just listening to mind pump on the way here oh yeah so this is complete regurgitation <laughs> i love mind pump they are the best fitness podcast. none of this is original thought right here. <laughs> but anyway this is, this is stolen banter. Exactly. <laughs> stolen banter they got a question from this dude who was living in saudi arabia and basically he was oh, it's a Ramadan like, question. Yeah, yeah. Word, word. About Ramadan. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I need this. <laughs> so one, one of the, first, the answer that the I guess I think his name is Adam he, that he gave. I really liked. He was like, first of all, kind of take a step back from like the physical workout gains. Ramadan is about like you know making these the spiritual yeah. aspect, making these spiritual progress. You know. Yeah, type beat. Um. So Adam your, woke your your workout gains are not even the main priority. And I know it's kind of hard sometimes to shift that mentality, but just kind of try to shift that focus yeah. and change your. And because you have to shift that focus, change your goals a little bit. You know, instead of trying to build muscle during Ramadan, which you're probably not going to do. You know, yeah, it's not worth it. Man. Just work on. You're probably going to lose a little bit of strength, but just work on keeping yourself like good. Yeah, get some cardio in. Yeah, that's that's then, what I was thinking. Was like, yeah. If you work out throughout the year, like consistently, you're consistently working out throughout the year, a month of you doing lighter weight is not going to do that much in yeah. the grand scheme of things, you know? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Um, like that's, that's such a good point. And I feel like we, we get lost in Ramadan. Cause like, I see like a, like a lot of other fitness YouTubers or influencers. I, I watch, they get these questions. Like everyone releases a Ramadan training video yeah. and people are like, how do I drop weight in Ramadan? And some people answer that way. Elliot Hulse back whenever he was a uh, decent, before uh, he was crazy. Yeah. He, he, he answered this like really well. Like a Muslim guy was like, I'm trying to drop 60 pounds. Like I'm trying to get lean in Ramadan. What do I do? And Elliot was like, it was like a two minute video. He's like, my friend. <laughs> he was like, bro, Ramadan's about spiritual gains, bro. Yeah. Quit the gym for a month. Quit the gym for a Walk. month. Walk. <laughs> and that's what I've been thinking. Cause it just takes too much time. And it's also like, um, I, I saw a post on Instagram. That was a good reminder about this. Like Ramadan is, completely about shifting our mindset from like the opposite of so much of the things we do like the Mm. consumerism the controlling or how our bodies look what Mm -hmm. we eat like counting these macros all of these things are about controlling yourself in the dunya like controlling the dunya for your desire in the dunya like i'm gonna control these macros to get lean i'm gonna spend this much time to get money ramadan's about bro do all these things basically like less yeah and just focus on god so I, I think I'm just gonna be walking. I might hit the gym if I have time. I don't think I do, bro. Yeah, I mean, if you got time, do it. If you don't, don't force it. Also, as far as eating, because I know a lot of people are are um, talk about like eating and overeating and gaining weight, losing weight, that kind of stuff in Ramadan too. Um, this is what the guy Adam answered on the podcast, Adam and Sal. Um, but then there are also like things from our hadith, like don't eat more than what, like a fist. Right. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of things. I'm glad you mentioned that. There's a lot. Sorry for interrupting you, but you're good. There's a lot of hadith about how to eat. Yeah. And whenever you look at them, they're all tactics that increase mindfulness. And going back to mind pump, 
they're talking about mindfulness techniques because people like people who get obese they're just not th- there's no way they're mindful like they have a food problem because they lack mindfulness when eating um and like lots of the hadith uh, i i've i've heard that there are some hadith that say you know chew your food at least 32 times or 50 times i'm not sure about that number but uh, yeah but, but you know chew, chew a high amount also never eat being alone mm-hmm. um and going to mind pump they're saying yeah don't eat alone um don't eat whenever you're watching tv yeah um don't eat whenever you're doing something else because whenever you're watching tv you're like you're doing something else you're not mindful yeah. of what you're eating yeah also like put the fork and spoon down in between bites because you're already ready for like shoveling more food uh-huh. in your mouth <laughs> whenever it's up yeah and that's the issue a lot of people have basically they feast during the night like even myself like this past couple of days yeah you eat the meal and then you're like you're like okay i'm full but I can eat more. I, I got to make up. Exactly. Yeah. And I still got more room. So let me just fill all that room up. And then just on the topic of this is I'm going to change the topic a little bit. Okay. Um, Let's do it. Just on the topic of eating alone. So not just eating alone. In general, being alone is something that's not recommended. Like for extended periods of time, being alone is something that's not recommended in Islam. Um, and I don't know why, but... If you notice people who are in solitude for very long periods of time, they oftentimes develop weird habits. Like, wow, that's a, okay. What do you mean? Like, give me an very example. weird, weird habits. Like, they're 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 weirder people. I don't know if you like this. Yeah. Is, this is like complete anecdotal. This is not like based on anything I've read. There might be there might be studies. There might be stuff on this. I have no idea. But the people I know that spend a lot of time by themselves mm-hmm. are just weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it makes sense. Are just weird. I have a theory already, but wh- it, what do you think? And, and what I'm thinking goes back to this whole communal thing. Um, yikes. This man is just sniping me throughout my whole entire <laughs> conversation. But anyways, it goes back to the communal thing that we were talking about. When you have no one to check you, yeah, you just do your weird stuff and no one's, and like you have no reason to stop. You have no intensive, you have that. no motive to stop. I've know? experienced that myself through quarantine. <laughs> I'm just acting weirder yeah. and weirder. Yeah. And it's like when you're with your boys or when you're in front of people, someone would be like, hey, yo, cut that out. That's weird, bro. G- give an example. I mean, I g- is it something you can't share? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I want to know so badly now. Um, I mean... We are social animals, and we're meant to be uh, with each other as humans. You know, like we're, we're made uh, – it says in the Grand paraphrasing, of course. Uh, <laughs> we put you into different tribes and nations to get to know one another, not to self-isolate mm-hmm. and be in quarantine for 12 months. Yeah. Um, and, and people regulate each other. You know, like you're not going to build self-awareness because you need someone else. Like people are reflections. I want to know, bro. G- g- give me an example. I'm not saying it on the podcast. I don't know. Give me an example of it. I'm though. good, bro. Okay. Anyways, mm. um, back to what we were talking about before, which I don't remember. Oh, working yeah, out. Yeah, I don't at all. <laughs> <laughs> My mind went so blank, like a sheet of paper. Uh, I think we were just talking about working out and just having the time for that kind of stuff in general. You asked me for tips. You're saying your your life is a lot more busy than it has been in recent years, and you're wondering what kind of things you could do to make your Ramadan still feel meaningful 
I think I'm just gonna stop focusing on things that don't matter for Ramadan. Like I'm gonna stop focusing about fitness. I'm just gonna not overeat. Mm. I'm gonna get my steps in. Like I have a Fitbit. Um, I my before Ramadan I was getting like fifteen thousand steps in a day on average, and now I get in like around seven. Like I just seven ha- I cut seven thousand. Sorry, <laughs> I just cut it like in half basically. Seven hundred. No, 7,000. So you were getting 15,000. Oh, yeah. I said 1,500? Yeah. 15,000. Okay, oh, 1,500 okay. is nothing. Uh, I get like 15,000 steps in a day. Um, but I cut it down like in half. I think if I can just keep my steps up mm. and not overeat. I overeat last night and I feel bad. And it's the same thing. It's like I know. I feel like I'm like making up. Yeah. Like I know calorie-wise I didn't eat too much. But it's like your stomach can only take so much food in a period of time. Because like your stomach acid. You know, mm. like you need breaks. So I ate like two thousand, three thousand calories, but like in a very short amount of time. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> very re- short amount re- of time. I am regretting it right uh-huh. now. Yeah, I also think no matter what, <clears throat> even if it's not every day, um, you should regularly be making time for community involvement. Um, that's one thing that I don't know. My mom has always done made like like sh- stressed on us. You know, always being involved in your community, always being involved in your community, always being involved in your community. If that means that after work you have to come home and take a two-hour nap and then go, then do that. But make it a priority. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like, what what else are you going to do? Eat by yourself, bro. Be a weirdo. I did that. I regret it. I did that um, Tuesday, I think. I was like, because I've been getting like four hours of sleep consistently back-to-back, and I was feeling like really bad. I went home. I did that. I felt worse. <laughs> I would have taken another four hours, bro. Uh, I was like, I'm breaking my fast alone, like a loser creep. Eating alone's weird. I'm seeing some YouTube videos. See, people are like, how to handle being alone. And there's a place to be alone. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying but, you should always be around people necessarily. Yeah, like people who are like take pride and associate with being like a loner to be more productive all right bro t- bring your productivity with you in the grave i guess there, yeah there is there is a <laughs> space for alone time i guess and you know time to keep to yourself we even have that you know you should you should splice your time this way you know have this much for your family have this much for your work and yeah. have this much my for idea yourself. Some has an entire breakdown um, i think of the of that you know Indeed. so we're not saying I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that alone time isn't important. I'm saying extended periods of alone time, um, doing things in isolation for no other reason besides, I don't know, comfort level. Again, for exterior extended periods of time is probably something you should avoid. That's all I'm saying. People begin getting social anxiety too. Like they don't see people for like a long, long amount of time. And then it's like they feel more resistance to it. And it turns into, like, a social anxiety demon to them. Well, I think quarantine has also, like, like this, this past year of quarantine, some people have been doing it harder than others. But it has definitely, like, exacerbated a lot of that. Yeah. You know, people were just in the house, like, with their family. Some people with their family, some people just by themselves. Alone. I, I can't imagine, like, imagine the people who, like, just had roommates. Mm-hmm. Like, just roommates they weren't even vibing with. Like people like if, I think it'd be like really hard if I had like a roommate that like was not Muslim during yeah. quarantine. Yeah, I'm like, bro. <laughs> I'm either gonna convert him or be leaving this. Job. What are we doing? What are we doing, bro? You're not good for my mental, G. Um, yeah, I think 
inshallah, this Ramadan, I'm just trying to, you know, get in the spiritual time I can, not stress too much about that feeling, yeah. but just focus on the action. Yep. Um, and you know, and uh, again, I, I know, I know we're towards the end of the podcast, but I feel like we didn't mention this. Sometimes even more important than just what you're doing, focus on like what you're not doing. Like, maybe for some of us is unrealistic to say, for example, don't watch TV, mm-hmm. but at least don't do it in the day, for example, or at yeah, least like while you're fasting. Yeah, um, like I, I know somebody their Ramadan goals like I'm not gonna listen to music while I fast. Like you know what? It's good you know yourself. Yeah, you like music, you're not gonna go cold turkey. But don't do it when you fast. Um, or for myself, like I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch TV during Ramadan. But I'm not gonna watch anything that's like I can't watch with like I, I need to watch something that's like completely clean. Yeah. yeah and I yeah. think like lots of times we get desensitized. Like oh the show is dope, the writing's amazing, special effects, my favorite actors in there. Ah nudity. Yeah, it's just it's five like, seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's only five seconds. Then yeah. it turns fifteen seconds, mm-hmm. and then next thing you know, you're watching something that if your mom walks in the room. She's like, "What are you watching?" I'm yeah. like, "I'm just, I'm just watching the show," mm-hmm. and that that shows us having a spiritual effect. So, uh, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I saw this Twitter. Uh, someone posted on their Twitter. It was a screenshot of like their music trends, <laughs> and so for the past like three years, every Ramadan there was just a spike in Sami Yusuf. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it was like throughout the rest of the year, it was like. You nah, know, man. nothing. And then there would just a spike. Drake. And then it would go, yeah, go no, back. No, no. And then it would spike again. Every year. <laughs> just seven use of spike. It's so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. It's it's also thinking, like, I guess what I want to take out of Ramadan, man, it's just, like, we have, like, those consistent productivity habits day to day. If I can add in just some of those. If I can leave Ramadan a guy who doesn't curse mm-hmm. or at least curses 99% less. And uh, someone who like listens to Quran habitually, I'll be happy. Yeah, That's so I th- I'd say, um, if anyone could take anything from this yeah. episode, what I'd say is, um, sit down, make a list of goals, make a list of goals of things that you're going to do in Ramadan, and then pick one or two things from that list that you're going to try to carry out throughout the rest of the year. And so next time Ramadan comes around, it won't be as much of a, like, hard reset to get into these habits. It'll just be natural by then. And then keep doing that same thing every year, and you'll see improvement. It, it's inevitable. It's yeah. like Thanos. I'm inevitable. How was that? That wasn't good. That you was try. okay. That was okay. I think you could do better. Nah. I am inevitable. Anyways, I think that'll yeah. do it for this podcast today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Usually, I am not the outro man, but I'm going to try and do my best. Because you're cutting me off my Thanos impression. <laughs> Shutting me down, that's why. Yeah. Foolish save. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Hope you guys were able to take something away from it. Don't forget Inshallah. to check us out on the Patreon, though, because we're making fire content there. And there is exclusive content. Sorry for cutting you off, Hussein. Hussein's looking kind of triggered. But I just want to mention that we have a dope episode. Where we discuss married life, you know, adapting, uh, uh, adapting, yeah, adapting to being married. Um, so if you want to get some keys for married men now, you know, if you want some of that knowledge, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> uh, check us out on patreon.com uh, forward slash thoughtful banter. And the episode is free, by the way. 
I should have mentioned that at first. It's free. You definitely should have. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Inshallah, Ramadan Mubarak to everyone.